I got worms. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Warm Weather, by Gene Taft, illustrated by Matt Hunt, published by Grosset and Dunlap. Warm Weather is a tale that's anything but dry. It follows a brother and sister as they enjoy a rainy day. Will they be stuck inside watching movies? Or worse, will they be stuck outside getting drenched in the cold? Well, get your raincoat, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on this absolutely incoherent rhyme. Quote, Drip, drop, skip, and hop. Splish, splash, sidewalk, dash. End quote. Sounds like me trying to go pee in the middle of the night. Uh. Oh, shit. Ow. Nope. There it is. Come on, give me a little pee-pee. It's raining out, so I'm going to have to assume... That's what Jean's describing. And we see a brother and a sister making their way down a busy city block. The boy is holding an adult's hand, but we can't get an ID on the grown-up. Which is quite troubling. Is this boy being abducted and the sister is chasing after, but no one's taking the time out of their busy day to help them in the big city? Damn, I'm good. That could definitely be it. Well, one thing we definitely know it isn't, is a caring parent who's worried about their boy's safety and is preventing him from wandering off. Because who holds hands? The child leash is so coming back. If it was ever in. Anyway, the facts are, this adult has quite a grip on this boy's hand. And the brother and sister look like they forgot their rain jackets. Though, I doubt that has anything to do with the story. And then we turn the page, and it's zoomed in on worms under the sidewalk. Quote, worm, worm, wiggle, squirm. Worm weather! End quote. I'm sorry, are we supposed to be amped about worms? What do I look like, a fisherman? I'm having a hard time following this one so far. I hope I'm not stuck deciphering this whole book, because this could end up being a long one. The kids make it inside their home and Jean starts shouting out random words of objects that appear in the picture as we see the rain coming down outside. And we finally get the full view of the adult. She has blonde hair, and the kids both have brown hair. I don't know who she is, but one thing's for sure, she's not these kids' mom. Must be the hired nanny. The kids put on their coats and go outside for some parkour. You know... The jumping and sliding around without being on something with wheels. This is a sad story. Their family must be too poor to own a skateboard. Dad, I want to do sick jumps at the skate park with my friends. Can you buy me a skateboard? What the hell you need that for? Can't you jump off things without it? These poor kids. Someone get them a bike. Or rollerblades at least. Actually, they're probably better off on their own two feet. The only thing less cool than rollerblades would be a scooter. The kids trudge around in puddles, really seeming to enjoy themselves. It must be a warm day, because if it was cold, 
No one in their right mind would do that. Yippee! Hypothermia! The boy then makes a rash decision and tries to go face first into a mud puddle. But right in the nick of time, the blonde haired lady grabs him out of midair. Is that an Annie or George Kittle from the 49ers? What a catch! Saving that boy from 15 seconds of fun and hours of misery. Let's get dirty! <laughs> nice! You want to make our three-mile walk back now? Okay. Do you got a hose or something? You can try the water fountain. Shit. I will say this kid seems like a prime candidate to be one of those weirdos who enters themselves into a Tough Mudder competition. So I signed up for a Tough Mudder comp this weekend. Really? Yeah, I've been training for it all year. What do you get when you win? Nothing. It's about the teamwork and the thrill of accomplishing something. So you put yourself through hell and get nothing? Well, I don't get nothing. I get super cool Instagram pics to humble brag to people about later. Sack. These kids are out in the middle of a field, and then the sky turns for the worst, and we can see lightning striking down all around them. And instead of dropping low to the ground... They take off running with their hands up. Where's the blonde lady? She's nowhere to be found. As soon as that lightning went off, she was up out that bitch, faster than Usain Bolt at the Beijing Olympics. So she leaves the kids out in the open to fend for themselves. She's either the worst nanny in the world, or she truly wants to kill these kids. That'd be one way to get rid of them. Though, if that were the case, she should have given them an umbrella first. Wouldn't you know it, everyone was closer to civilization than I thought, and the three of them dart into a pizza parlor like a couple of drunk college kids at the end of the night. They dry off in the middle of the restaurant, leaving puddles on the floor, setting this establishment up for a lawsuit from an unsuspecting patron who slips on their spill. You would think they would ask for a towel, hell, even a drink napkin. But, nope, they leave it for the staff to clean up. And once they're full on pizza, they head back outside to see the rain is all gone. Everyone seems to be outside now, and the kids are even treated to a rainbow. The children then decide they're going to play on the still soaking wet playground. Nothing worse than a wet slide. It'll ruin your day in a hurry. Hey Phil, it looks like you diarrheaed your pants. Yeah, it feels that way too. I went down the slide. Oh. I don't know how I'm going to explain this one to my boss. And the story comes to a close on the brother and sister sprawled out, looking like they're doing snow angels on the muddy ground, with worms popping up out of the grass all around them. And they shout the title of the book one last time. I think that's only the second time we've seen worms in this whole book. They had absolutely nothing to do with this whole story. The only confusing part of this story were the two pages they were included in. Were they only added because Gene needed a play on words for the title? Because if that were the case, why not just name it Fun, Whether or Not. Damn, I'm good. What lesson did Gene want us to gain from this? Well, I would assume it's that when it rains, worms come up for air. But that would be pretty damn surface level. No pun intended. The only other lesson I can deduce from this is Rain can be fun, 
but it can also be dangerous. So don't be stupid. What do I think of Jean's work? Well, I'll start with the compliments. I did like that she pushed to have fun outside, rather than staying in on electronics. That was a nice breath of fresh rain. But that's where my compliments stop. Her writing was far too basic. It felt like Lenny from Of Mice of Men wrote this. And while I got the story thanks to the pictures, her writing added nothing and only served to distract. Now to Matt's pictures. He did great work showing the fun and excitement that comes along with Rain. His choice to mainly keep the POV at the kids level was masterful as well. So if you're someone who doesn't want to stay in and read a good book by the fire when a sudden downpour comes, pick this one up. It's quick, and whether you love or hate the book, it'll have you outside in no time. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.1. I'll have a heap and helpin' and maybe have another bite, but I'm heading out before the rain comes. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.